Thank you guys so much for being back again. I have great news. It's not just me. It is your wonderful, expected, favorite co-host that has ever been on any podcast ever. The one, the only, Pastor Buddy Jenkins. Some call him Teacher Jenkins. I don't know. He got millions of names, but he fills them all because he's great and we love him. Will you? I can hear the applause right now on the other side. Will you welcome? I don't hear any, honestly. Buddy Jenkins to the pod yet again. Um, I know we don't have this on video, but right now I'm handcuffed to a chair and I was forced to do <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's you nice. can't say that. <laughs> I thought you loved these people. I do. <laughs> he I said, do. I'm obligated to them. <laughs> no, just kidding. Oh, man. No, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, I, I love this topic of culture, and I know Buddy does too. Is mm-hmm. it's, it's important. Again, it's literally the life or death of your organization yeah. is based in the culture that you have. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's super important mm. to make sure the culture is healthy. Yeah. Because if not, like, dude, I've seen, you know, it was really sad. I just saw one of the largest youth ministries in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. They opened up a uh, an internship. And I'm telling you, they had like almost 10,000 kids showing up to youth group every week. It was insane. Yeah. And I love this guy. And it came out maybe two years ago about the internship and like from his old former leaders that like it was a super toxic culture in their opinion. Some of the things that happened, some of the things that went through and like I even know another ministry, it was toxic all the way to the point of like taking advantage of people and like treating interns almost like slaves and like like really bad stuff. Yeah. Um, And then there was some sexual misconduct as well. And it it all came back to like a super toxic culture. Mm -hmm. And when that thing shut down, I I know someone that was like a part of that ministry. And they said, you wouldn't, you would be heartbroken and devastated as, as to how many marriages fell apart from the, the uh, overflow of that. Mm -hmm. How many people walked away from the Lord? Uh, Like some of those people that were like fully serving the Lord called the ministry are like full blown, like witches and stuff now. Dang. Because, like, what toxic culture did to them. Yeah. And uh, you got to make sure you can't do that. And yeah. we're going to have one more episode after this talking about culture. And it's going to be about um, toxic cultures, healthy cultures, mm. cultures that are in the middle. And, like, how to put it on your back and bring it to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, like, I mean, pretty much we've been reiterating essentially this the same thing is, like, the importance of culture. And we see that, you know, like in that those cases of those specific like you know programs and things like that like if they had a healthy culture and a kingdom culture they would have never had to worry about those environments or no no or those, those situations allowed. happening things like that because like we said the, if the importance of culture but the importance of kingdom culture and when it's talked about and it's lived out and it's preached and it's carried and you know it's an essential part of whatever god has you doing you never have to worry about you know falling into that situation of you know terrible terrible people feeling like they've been used or having to fall away from the faith or things that shouldn't have happened that sucks you don't want anybody to be in that spot yeah it's sad it's It's like you couldn't I don't know. I don't know. There's probably a couple people that like we could name, but we're not going to because that'd be bad culture. 
But like, I don't know anybody who would willingly sit there and be like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to use this person until they hate God. Yeah. Like, I don't know anybody that yeah. that is like their thought. They, right. they just don't know better most of the time. Yeah. Or they are caught, caught in like some weird spot in their own life mm-hmm. that's toxic. But today we want to talk about like how to be a culture carrier. Mm-hmm. Last week we did, and this is a similar to last week, we talked about protecting culture. Yeah. But yeah. Not just defending culture, but how do you become someone that sets culture, carries culture, is culture? Because this is this is so important. Yeah. And I think the first thing is like with being a culture carrier, someone who embodies the very culture that you're a part of is this is not like I clock in and then I clock out. Yeah. It's not just something that you do when you're in the ministry or around the other people from the ministry. Like if you're going to carry a culture, mm. You have it at all times. This is not check in, check out, clock in, clock out. Like, oh, now I can be me or I put on like some facade. That is super dangerous. Yeah, very dangerous. Because it's fake. Yeah. And your real culture comes out when you go home. And who you really are can never be fully hidden. Yeah. It will always find you out. It's very true. And that's a scary thing. Yeah. Or... It's a really exciting thing. And I pray in your case, if you're listening, it's a super exciting thing. Yeah. When people find out what the culture you carry is, is the same culture that you stand in front of a crowd with, or you lead a small group with, or you walk around with, like you have to be the same person. Yeah. And true. I'm maybe we do a whole, a whole series season on character. I don't character. know, but I mean, you have a whole class on it. Yeah. Like maybe <laughs> we talk about character a little bit next, yeah. but ultimately like you don't clock in and clock out Mm -hmm. and in order to do that you actually have to believe in it yeah and i think this is where like a lot of people struggle and we went way back a couple episodes we were talking about like how to have a kingdom culture is hey you got to submit your culture to god's culture yeah and i think most people are never fully a culture carrier because they never actually fully buy into Mm -hmm. kingdom culture yeah yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, like you said, like you have to, you have to carry it as if as if it's your own, right? Yeah, and it's it a, should be your own. Yeah, it should be your own. You can't you can't look at it as well. And you know, I like like for instance, like I can't look at a culture you're trying to set within the church as well. This is just Pastor Cody's culture and what he believes in. So like then you really won't you really won't carry it as you should, or you really yeah, won't yeah, yeah. operate it or live in it as you should because you don't believe it as your own. But yeah. the part of being or even living in kingdom culture is is seeing it as if it's yours because it is. It's yeah. not just something someone made up. I, I think though too, you have to give people space to like learn it. Oh yeah, I think that's important because it's not like I don't know. It's not like getting in a bathtub or like getting in a pool. And it's like you you're in the pool or you're not. It's yeah. not that. It's like I think some of it is figuring it out mm-hmm. along the way. So like generosity, I think is a good one to look at in terms of this because it's like, you know, I grew up in church. I'm a pastor's kid. Like my parents pounded generosity into our brains. Like mm-hmm. we heard generosity, we saw generosity, we were taught to be generous. Generosity was like who like genuinely a part of what we grew up with. Yeah. And my parents are super generous. Mm-hmm. So that is like an easy thing for me, but I see a lot of people struggle with generosity because of how they grew up Mm -hmm. and it's, it's a learned thing. Oh yeah. But you got to believe it Mm -hmm. because you'll, even if you just do it, but you don't believe in it, you'll do it like begrudgingly. Yeah. And that's still not good, good culture. Mm -hmm. 
So I think that you have to believe it. If you're ever going to carry it first, you've got to actually believe it and own it in your heart full time. Yeah. Not part time, not sometimes. Full time, you got to believe this thing in your heart. And that is super, super, super important. The next one is like not only believe it, but you got to live it mm -hmm. um, or else you're just a giant hypocrite. Yep. And if you don't live it to be the model, then no one else will actually live it. Yeah. It's just pretty simple. Yeah. I feel like that's very self-explanatory. You can't, especially, I mean, in this case where we're talking about being a culture carrier, essentially you're, you are preaching something. So you have to practice what you preach. Yeah. You can't be, you can't preach or inspect or, or talk about doing something and, and then not do yourself. I think that's like very plain black and white. Yeah. It, yeah, it is. And this is like where a lot of people struggle though. Cause like I've seen, I see, you see people with cognitive dissonance all mm -hmm. the time and cognitive dissonance is just where you believe one thing about yourself, but you live the complete opposite. Yeah. And a lot of people are blinded to where they miss it. Um, so they believe in it in a sense until they go back to their like natural culture or their flesh and you have to live it at all times. Mm hmm. It's just simple. It's like, it's not just an ideology. No. It is a genuine way of life. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just a cool couple of catchphrases and sayings and some posters on the wall. Yeah. I mean, like, think about it in context of cultures that are like nationalistic cultures. Mm -hmm. So like when I go to Mexico, we were talking about it a couple episodes where it's like, they're very, they're campechano. They're very tranquilo. It's mm -hmm. like relaxed. And it's like, they don't just like relax in Campechano at church, mm -hmm. it is relaxed in every part of their life because that is like Yucatan, Mexico culture yeah. as a whole is very relaxed. Mm -hmm. Therefore, it's not like they got to put on a show. That's yeah. their culture. That's what they do. Mm -hmm. It's who they are. It's their behaviors. It's their language. Yeah, It is what it is. Mm -hmm. And it's not a show. And we really got to like, and it takes work because you really got to change your, what you believe and then you got to follow through yeah and this is where a lot of people struggle is they like the idea of change but they hate well they like the i don't even think people like the idea of change they like mm -hmm. the benefit that is promised of change of change yeah but they don't like change and mm -hmm. they don't but it, it's wild to me it's like people like i just want to be like healthy as they're like saying it over smashing some mcdonald's yeah smashing some like mcdonald's fries with extra salt it's yeah. like no you don't yeah you like the idea of being healthy. Yeah, people like the the outcome, the idea of the outcome, but they don't like what it takes to bring the outcome. Yeah, I mean, we see all the time with. I mean, I I do stuff like that all the time too. Is like, oh, you know, I want to be this, I want to be that, but then you you have to realize what it takes, or you're gonna have to do to get there. And you're like, yeah, mm -hmm. it's hard work, dude. Yeah, it sucks. It does suck. It's hard work. <laughs> it is, but the benefit is worth it. Yeah, you know, like attaining something at the end is is totally worth it. Mm -hmm. And like when you just start to be naturally generous or naturally like servant hearted or you're naturally like have an attitude like Christ would have, when you naturally start to live with these types of values and kingdom values, then you get the benefits of the kingdom and you would never go back. Yeah. You just have to be willing to like sacrifice yours. Yeah. For what's better. Yeah, I agree. It's not hard, mm -hmm. but it is a hard choice. Yeah. And here's the. I think really one of the last components to being a culture carrier is you got to speak it because, and this is where people have our time is like, just cause you're generous doesn't mean 
that everyone knows it's a cultural thing to be generous. Yeah. You know, like I try often when I'm like, yo, let's go grab a drink up the road. Most of the time I pay for people and it's mm -hmm. not just cause like I love paying for people's drinks. Yeah. I want to model generosity mm -hmm. and it's like a small thing, but I think it's important yeah. to model generosity, to speak generosity. And this is not a podcast on generosity, but like to speak the culture. Yeah. You know, like, well, why'd you do that? Oh, cause I have his attitude. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I have his focus. Yeah. I like to start to like really speak and give language to what you're doing. Cause cultures have language again, Campechano. Mm -hmm. It's like, I noticed that Pastor Patricio was mad late picking me up and I wanted to like, I just, I hate it. I, it drives me nuts. I'm like big on timeliness, mm. but not only is he like, oh, we are just relaxed here. Then he defines it with a word, a slang word for their city. Yeah. And it's like, there's language to culture and you got to be willing and able and wise enough to put language to the culture. Like mm -hmm. there was just someone walking down the hall the other day and they had like, and they weren't like, they just had like a straight face. They just look kind of miserable. It's like, yo, smile. Yeah. I'm like what? I mean, I'm happy. I'm good. I'm like, well, you don't look happy. Like, yeah. We have his attitude around here, and attitudes are visible. Yeah. So, like, put a smile on. If you're happy, smile. Yeah. And they're like, all right, all right. But it's like, guess what? Now, next time I look, I'm like, yo, we got his attitude, right? And they're going to know. Like, I got to smile. I got to put that. I got I to put a smile on my face. Yeah. And it might sound like, oh, well, that's just stupid. It's just someone smiling. They were mm -hmm. happy. But, no, like, what happens if 100 people walk by them, and they are a culture carrier, mm -hmm. and everybody's a culture carrier? Mm -hmm. And now they set the culture of like just misery yeah. just by the look on their face. Mm -hmm. They could be intentional and yeah. be a culture carrier of joy. Yeah. Yeah. Even, and then even on the side of that um, part of like, you know, speaking it, uh, I seen like there was like a example was they were like, everyone shout out their favorite color and, you know, everyone shout out their favorite Ooh. color and you, and you didn't know, like no one knew what was being said because it was a whole bunch of people, a hundred people all saying, Oh, that's good. A, a different type of color. See teacher Jenkins coming through right here. But then they were like, all right, now everyone just yell the color like blue, just yell the color blue. And then everyone was like, blue, 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 blue. So when you got a, a bunch of people that's all good. saying and preaching the same thing, it's hard to be missed. You know, everyone says, well, we have his attitude. It's different when it's like one person saying it in the midst of everyone saying their own thing. But imagine 50 people saying it. Imagine 100 people saying it. Imagine it, it can't be missed. You hear it very clearly. You know, it's like chants at like, you know, like a, a, a football, like soccer stadiums. Like those things are crazy. Oh, like yeah. It's thousands of people all chanting the same thing. Yep. You you know it's being said because it's yep. a thousand people coming together saying the same thing. Yep. And there's importance behind it because you can't, you, that could be your first time ever going to that stadium ever. And you're around and all thousands of those people saying that you'll catch on very, very yeah. quickly. You won't. Oh, I mean, like miss e it. bring it even to another level with like the military. I mm -hmm. think the military really does probably the best yeah. at setting cultures. Right? Yeah. That's like, their whole thing. It's incredible. It's, mm -hmm. They have standards, values, cultures, and they rock them. Yeah. Like, you, you got to think it's cool. Like, they're out of this program for 20 years, but they're still living to those cultures. Yeah. They still have the same language for it. There's, like, it, it is impressive as all get out, but it's intentional. And here's here's why all this is so important. And here's why you, if you're listening, need to be a culture carrier. Mm -hmm. Because health is attractive. Mm -hmm. You want to know what is... Re repelling is toxic mm -hmm. you're 
and th- we'll talk about it next week, but you need to be a culture carrier. If yeah. you can hear this, you need to be a culture carrier, which means you need to start like you can't live by your feelings. Mm-hmm. You can't live by what you want to do. Yeah. You need to live by what you ought to do. Yeah. I mean, like the Bible says, those who know what they ought to do and do not do it, it is sin. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like, really. like, here's the reality. We ought to live in the culture of the kingdom and therefore to choose to not do, we've missed the mark. Yeah. On our own, all because we felt like we didn't want to. Yeah. And we robbed ourselves and we've robbed those around us. We've robbed everything. Mm-hmm. And we need to make a decision to be a culture carrier because the more culture carriers we can create, the more people that will own the culture the healthier it will be because they protect the culture. They set the culture. They live the culture. They speak the culture. They believe this thing and they live it. And then they recruit others to do it as well. Mm-hmm. You need to be a culture carrier yeah. no matter what. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think about that? That's no, I mean, I, it's, it's, it's no matter what you do, where you go, you, you have to be, and it's everyone like there's there, there isn't anyone that won't be a culture carrier even someone who yeah rather if you are creating the culture or you're not you're a culture carrier yeah. whether it's good culture or bad culture you're still a culture well, carrier. and that's why you see some teams get toxic mm-hmm. the whole thing might be healthy but this like pinky over here or this mm-hmm. like team over here is mad toxic yeah because that one leader decided to well i can't say decided to not be a culture carrier because they were carrying a culture, a culture yeah everyone's carrying a culture, a culture. all the time mm-hmm. like you got to choose to carry the kingdom culture the kingdom, yeah. fully all the time mm-hmm. and this is where it's like unhealthy and you even see it in like the business world where like you might have a hundred let's say chick-fil-a's yeah and they know the culture they know what they're supposed to be doing and then you got one chick-fil-a that is yeah. like struggling and they're like man we're gonna have to shut this thing down yeah because the culture's not right. Mm-hmm. And it like will infect everything around it, everything yeah. beneath it. And now people are running around town like, I hate Chick-fil-A. It's terrible. Yeah. It's like, what do you mean? Like, everyone I've been to has been great. Right. Like, the only one I ever went to was awful. Oh, it was man. in my town. And it's like, don't let that be about your church. Mm-hmm. Don't let it be about your team. Don't let it be about your family. Don't let it be about your workplace. Refuse to carry a negative culture. Yeah. You, ha- you are a culture carrier. No matter what, you are a culture carrier. You're either carrying joy or misery. You're either carrying blah or you're carrying something excellent. You, yeah. you're, you are carrying something. And here's the truth about culture. Before it's an action, it's an attitude. Mm-hmm. And you got to make sure that you're carrying the right attitude. Yep. Therefore, the right actions will follow. That's fake. Uh, what else you got, buddy? Before we wrap this up. Uh, I think that's that's the bulk of it. Um, yeah, I think I think that's the bulk of it. It's carrying it living it speaking it talking about it um i mean the big the big verse right when leaders lead people willingly follow that's it leading is is an action it's not just saying i'm a leader or having a title yeah but it's it's acting it's it's living it out um and then when you live it out and you play your role within it because everyone has a role within within culture you live it out you carry it you play your role with it and you don't have to be someone from a platform that people i can only affect the culture no you literally never know who's watching you who's paying attention to you who you're who you're influencing it could be someone that you d- you would least expect but everyone plays a part so um yeah that, that would be the, pretty much what I nice say. i love it yo what do we got coming up um we have what one oh for a conference yeah, yeah yeah um let's see i think we're working on like what some 
some interest zooms. Yep. Um, yep. Obviously, we have two conferences in July coming up. It's crazy, um, dude. It's wild. We have what, we're working on some camps and stuff like that. Um, we're yep. working on some, Cold camp. some college tour stuff. Um, yeah, it's like a, a good, a decent we're, amount. We're, today, we're just talking about a new course. Oh, yeah, a new record. course that we're going to record. Trying just to trying together. to like dream that up to yeah. make it like different and cool. We have a, now thinking about it, we have a, a good amount of dope things lined up that I'm excited about. Yeah. So, um, and you guys can connect with, with us, theupper.org for the website. Yep. But really, like, we're the most active on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. If you go to our Instagram at the Upper Conference, yeah. Um, we have tons of stuff on there. There's a link tree in there connected to Everything. podcasts, courses, the gap year students are doing the, uh, Right now they're they're running a TikTok. Oh yeah, we have a TikTok at the to build conference, and they make they have to do a lot of great. Videos. No, they're funny. They're funny. I I don't do anything on there. They do like all of it. They're, and they're awesome. All awesome. Um, also, if you want to be or feel called to be a worship pastor, leader, director, or a youth young adults pastor, this fall we are relaunching our Bible College as a training center, and uh, you'll. You'll be able to get fully licensed in any major denomination, mm -hmm. and we have dorms for the very first time. Like, oh, yeah. also we're working on dorms for Bible College. Like, yeah. we're heavily involved in that. So, we got room for thirty people only. And if you feel called to youth, young adult, or worship ministry, we have very specific tracks that we're launching, so that in three years you can graduate, and it is ridiculously cheap with housing included. And you can get launched. I've been saying we're going to launch people into the wild. Like <laughs> yeah. you can get launched into a ministry and do something incredible by within three years. You're like, well, that's uh, that's uh, three years. Yeah, come invest three years, and I promise you'll get launched and you'll do crazy stuff for Jesus. Yeah. So theupper.org got all of this info. Yeah. And uh, we love you. And we got one more episode on culture, and then we'll jump into a new season. Amen. See you later.